Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry and Jerry Karabin. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Welcome to the Psychic Wives. Um, this is Ginger Hendry. And I am Jerry Karabin. And we have a guest with us today. We actually have um, a friend of mine, a lifelong friend of mine, right, that I've known. Um, we were next door neighbors and grew up together. So um, probably have known each other literally since we were in diapers. Oh, my God. Um, I didn't know that. that it was that yes. long. Um, we literally lived in the next house to each other. Um, and so we asked Masha to come on because, you know, this podcast we've talked about for this whole last year, looking at things, sort of all things intuitive was sort of morphed into, you know, what wellness and peace of mind and, and that kind of thing. But um, most of the guests that we've had on, um, as we talk about whatever modality they're bringing to us, um, they have ended up doing as a business, right? They've come in, they've learned it they've followed that line or that um, path and now are teaching, offering services and that kind of thing. And we wanted to talk today about, that's not necessarily what it's about. I mean, it's worked out that way for all of those people, but there's so many um, more people that do this for spiritual growth, right? They do it, I have an interest, I wanna learn this, this benefits me in some way or people around me. (laughs) Um, um, I'm not necessarily looking to do it as a business. So we just sort of want to chat about all the things that, because Masha's done a lot of different things. We've done a lot of different things, but not as a business. So we're trying to, you know, send you on any path, just sort of the journey itself. That makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes great mm-hmm. sense. First of all, I love that you guys have been friends for that long because that's rare. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It, that it that you, that yeah. you stick together that long. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah. kudos to you both for um, loving one another to enough to do that. Do you know what I mean? Well, um, I have said this I to Masha multiple times. I, I mean, I don't think I would be where I am without Masha as a friend because yeah. I'm closer to her than probably almost anybody, probably yeah. anybody. Yeah. Um, so there's very few yeah. um, secrets, right? Right. Because um, we know each other pretty well. <laughs> yeah. So, you have that safe space person Absolutely. It knows all of right. everything <laughs> and is keeping it to herself. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Who loves you for everything. You're good, you're bad, and you're ugly. Warts, what, warts and all. Uh, right. they say. Yeah, right. that's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Marsha. We appreciate this. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. We just love um, finding like-minded people to talk about whatever we talk about. And I have to say this because we say this all the time. Ginger just said before we hit record, she said to Marsha, you know, I'll introduce you, whatever. And then we just kind of talk. And after a while, we forget that anybody's listening. <laughs> we say that all the time because it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, we're on a podcast. That's right. Oh, yeah. I remember. So. I know. I do try in between to think what might somebody have a question yeah. on. Um, yeah. But but honestly, sometimes that escapes me because I'm talking. Right. So um, I think that's probably today how, how it will go. But 
Um, I want to start, um, and I, and uh, this will be interesting because I'm going to ask Masha this question. Um, and I think I know the answer because mm -hmm. we've known each other a long time, but it'll be interesting. So um, I'm going to say, Masha, when do you think you started, let's say, the journey? Um, because we've, we've talked about, do, we've learned different modalities, we've taken different classes and psychic circles and all that kind of stuff. When do you think it really sparked? What was the first thing that you remember moving that way towards? I think I've kind of always been lean, leaning toward those things, but I guess the first step I took probably um, was doing that transcendental meditation class when I was 15. 15, <clears throat> oh, that's so Remember cool. that place on, uh, they had a place near us, that house that you could go and 15, so I went there. I was certainly the youngest person. Oh my God. But um, <clears throat> yeah. I, I was so, thinking about um, that this morning. Yeah. I think I think that was, um, I, re I remember that. And that's what I was thinking as well, because, you know, sort of laughing to myself, because we have always been together and we've always talked always. I can't even remember how far back about knowing there was something bigger or something coming or there was something outside of ourselves. I mean, we had as kids, those kinds of, Right. Um, conversations. Um, but let me ask this, Marsha, what caused you to do the TM? <laughs> Are you, because, yeah, we're, we're kind of freezing. I think Marsha's freezing every now and then, but I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, she's frozen. We'll give her she's a half frozen. A okay, so hopefully she, she may be. I don't know. I just like had this feeling inside that I wanted, you know, maybe it's because, um, Oh, okay. Am I, am I? Yeah, no, we can hear oh. you, but occasionally your audio or oh, your um, video freezes, but that's okay. Can Just you hear talking. me now? Yeah, we can yeah. still hear you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I just, you know, I think, I don't know. I just had this feeling maybe cause I've had always had a little bit of anxiety and I believed in something more I wanted. It's hard to put your finger on really the reason why I, I think I was just interested in it. I thought it was cool. I wanted to explore something bigger than myself. I wanted to connect with what was uh, bigger than myself, um, God or your inner self, yeah. your, your soul or- um, That's pretty impressive at the age of 15. So do you still do TM? Do you still practice meditation? No, um, well, yeah, but not transcendental meditation. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then, um, off and on through the years, of course, um, been in, in and out of it, of course, getting married, having children, you're so busy with all that stuff that things get put back on the shelf. But yeah. then um, when I left my job, I um, really got into yoga big time. I had more time to do that. My kids were over and everything. So I started that in 2007. It really, this particular leg of my journey that's been intense started in 2007 with yoga with my mm -hmm. uh my yoga class so i've been doing that at least three or four times a week since 2007 and the classes that i took um, i did take some at a gym but mostly i was in a yoga studio where they incorporated the spirituality and yeah of that as part of the class so that kind of got me rolling i love um, that i'm like into yoga and i um trained in tm as well Oh, um, I know, right? That's what I was asking. Do you still do? And I love what you said about it. You know, life kind of gets in the way. I was like really like religious about TM, like 
you know, every morning I didn't do it twice a day. Like they taught me anyway, but, um, you know, really religious about it. And then life throws you a curveball or something. And then it, you put it on the back shelf, like you said, um, and kind of maybe move into another direction or something. And, um, every now and then I, you pick it back up or, uh, whatever. So I like, I like what you said about that. So cool. 15 years old. Good for you. I know. I remember asking her because she took the class and I didn't take it. And then I was asking her all kinds of questions about it. And then she said that they had given her a mantra. I'm like, what's your mantra? Well, I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, I can tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Yeah. It's like, you can't, you can't. Um, <laughs> oh. But yeah, I mean, I, the, I remember that I was, I knew we were teenagers. I couldn't quite remember um, the age, but, um, and that was in the seventies. So we're dating ourselves. Um, so it was a long time ago. Um, but again, what Marsha was talking about of not hundred percent knowing why she went in that direction, but feeling pulled there is what it's all about, right? Yeah. It's recognizing and some people recognize it early and some people don't recognize it till later that pull of whatever, it could be religious. It could be the church. It could be, you know, whatever, or spiritual, whatever you're drawn to. Um, and when you take a step that way, things start opening up, right? It sends you in a whole different right. direction. So, right. You know, it's really funny. I don't know why this has popped into my head, but so whoever's listening, you know, we have a Facebook page. Wouldn't it be cool if they went and went into the Facebook page and put in that thing that got them on a spiritual path? Do you know what I mean? If you guys can do that, go to the Facebook page and do that because it'd just be really interesting. And again, what age too? Right. Um, because I do love, and Ginger, we've talked about this before, and, and Marsha, my guess is you're, you you kind of said this and are going to agree with this, that, um, you know, you start at this one thing and you hang there for a while, and then that kind of leads you to this other thing, and you hang there for a while, and that kind of leads you to this other thing. And even though, um, like, Ginger and I have gone through that um, business-wise, you know, I started out in shamanic training, and that led me to animal communication, and that led me to mediumship. Um, it's the same thing, just personal wise, like, yeah, you know, way back, I, I found yoga first and then that kind of started opening up everything. So actually it was probably yoga and the spiritual aspect of yoga that started me like bigger world and bigger picture and then TM, et cetera, um, moving forward there. But you guys all found that too, right? That it just, oh, there's the next thing. Oh, there's the next thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and then you just that thing like if let's say starting with with TM and then it it fulfills something for you, you do get something out of it, and it shifts perspective or whatever. So you're a little bit more open. So when something else comes along, you recognize it, and you recognize the pull, and you recognize you got the benefit from the pull, um, and so you move in whatever direction um, that it takes. And for some people. Um, you know, it is business wise. I, I, I want to, I I'm so passionate. I want to give this to, you know, a community or whatever the case is. And for some, it's not about that at all. It's about my own growth. I, I really feel like I want this. I'm driven to look more um, deeply at myself and shift in within myself. I'm not, I'm not interested in doing anything outside. Of but that. you know, it's oh, really, oh, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead, Martha. Go ahead. Um, Ginger and I have talked about this really for me when I left my job it my my purpose was to for growth spiritual growth and all of that but also I was driven because I felt I did want to have another career or I wanted to do this as a job something in this field as a job and that was driving me what's my purpose what do I need to do and I'm taking all these classes and every time I would take one I'm, yep that's what I'm going to do 
And then it just didn't work out. It didn't feel like it had any energy behind it. And that really caused a lot of conflict in me because I'm like, well, I'm not doing my part. I'm not doing my part. I need to share this with someone. I need to help other people. And then it took me a long time to realize that you are doing your part if you can, you know, um, expand yourself and just be more authentic. Oh my God, thank you so much for saying that. And here's the thing, I was about to say something really similar to you. Like, okay, sometimes I find that if we're going into this, we're stepping into this as like a business or whatever, it's like, okay, I gotta do this and I gotta do this, I gotta do this and I gotta take all these classes, like you were saying, and then I gotta try this and I gotta try this and I gotta try this. And it's almost sometimes if we're coming in from a business mind, I could even see myself maybe um, pushing and trying to make something fit as opposed to if you're just doing this to expand, allowing, right. you know, to, you know, your path to light up and, oh, this is a cool class or this is a cool class, but it's not like, like you're taking that class more for what, what am, what am I going to get out of this class? And I'm not saying that selfishly, like what's in it for me, because what Marsha just said is huge, huge. If you, if you're, if you're improving yourself, you are improving the world we live in. That's the way I kind of see it. We've talked about that before with law of attraction. If I'm holding myself in a place of love and appreciation and gratitude and contentment or whatever, I can only be helping the world because of people around me. That's what I exude. That's what I put out there. Um, So by helping ourselves, we are helping others. You know, when we're learning and expanding and growing, we are contributing to the universe. But again, my point with all that was just like sometimes when you're doing it just for how you feel and just allowing yourself to be drawn in a certain direction, it's almost deeper than, I, you know what I mean, Ginger? I know you're shaking your head like, yeah, absolutely. It's almost deeper then I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this because you're stuck in kind of that business mind or Ginger and I are both from corporate worlds, you know, that corporate world, you know what I mean? And you Um, have to break that down. You have to break through that. That's a a box that you put yourself in that takes a long time to get out of. And I don't even come from the corporate world, but I put myself in the same box. I put myself in a box for, for a long time. I I probably could have gotten even more out of the classes if I wasn't putting so much pressure on myself to to, uh, turn around and teach it or make a business or whatever. Exactly. That's huge. That's huge. And and I want to talk a little bit about like you guys, like I remember um, like discomfort. I want to bring up like discomfort. Like sometimes when you do these classes or do stuff like this, like step into this kind of work, there's a, there's like, whoa, that's really kind of uncomfortable or whatever. And maybe you guys didn't experience this. I know I definitely did because I knew that I need, I wanted to do this work. I knew that I had it in me. I knew I could do this work, but I was so caught up in those two different worlds. Again, the corporate world and the, you know, um, this type of thing, obviously two very different things. So the first class I took, I mean, not, um, well, yeah, I guess yoga was pretty uncomfortable too. Cause when I, um, started, when I became a, um, registered yoga teacher, um, that was really uncomfortable because you have to go through a test and people have to watch you and people have to judge you. And are you teaching this right? And that's very uncomfortable for me. Um, but then going, um, to my first big, big thing was sh- my uh, shaman school. And I remember being up in Omega for a week And I remember after like, I think it was probably five hours. I was like sitting there on a break calling my husband going, yeah, no, come get me. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't fit in here. I'm not, because I was still in that kind of ooh, ooh, ooh place a little bit. I hadn't, I wasn't in that allowing place really um, at the beginning. Marsha, did you ever feel discomfort of this stuff? Yes, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I, like when you said you went to Omega, I've been to Kripalu maybe five times and um, I, I don't know. I, I felt like I, that's how I felt too. I felt like, Oh, I don't, I don't fit in here. I'm not like these people. Yeah. It, yes. Yeah, it, and it's strange because I was so interested in the, all the topics and everything, but it, it seemed like a different world to me. Um, yeah. And that's what I say too, because you, you kind of have to go between the two worlds. We have society that says, no, you, you need to, you know, toe the mark, you need to have a career, you need to be a certain way. And then you go to those places and it's not like that at all. And it's like, okay, where, where am I? Yeah. Where but I think, I think it's super interesting because, you know, yes, I've been to Kripalu a couple of times and I've been to Omega a ton of times. And so for people that have never been to Kripalu and Omega, Kripalu is very yoga oriented. I would say Omega is a little bit more just open and neither one is better than the other. I'm just saying it's not as yoga centric at Omega. There's a lot of like other things too. And Kripalu has other things too, but you know, you walk in and you're like, you know, there's people walking around with like flowy clothes on and like, you know what I mean? Like everybody's like, Oh, you know, namaste, you know, and, and like that. And, and you are too, but it, it's kind of like us, like we talked about this before the psychic wives were normal people, normal people with a twist. And sometimes there, you have to find that middle road. And what's happening, I think, is we're going up there and we would see people that they're unlike us, they're unlike us, or I'm not like that. So we're like, oh my God, I should be like that. I should be like that. But what we weren't seeing is the other people that were like us that were there. Right. Do you know what right. I mean? There, there are right. other people, but we immediately like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I don't fit in, I don't fit in. And yeah, now I can go to Omega and I don't even think twice about it, but I wish... I wish I was able to at the time, like, it's okay. I'm starting my path here. It's all good. Well, you two know? things. I think, Masha, you said, said something that was really, because Jerry and I always say, uh, and she said it earlier about being corporate, coming corporate. But I think what we mean by that is exactly what you said. It's society. It's not necessarily corporate. Um, mm -hmm. Is the expectation that you need to put something out to be something, right? right. And the whole point right. of spiritual training is you don't have to do anything. You have to be something. And we're not used to that kind of thing. Right. And so it's the ego. We keep talking about the ego, Jerry. Yes. Right? We did on Facebook Live yesterday with Dr. Clark, with Dr. Danielle Clark, about being caught up with our ego. That's the ego that um, I have to be something. I have to look a certain way. Yeah. I have to behave in a certain way to be comfortable. That's my armor around my right. Yeah. And right. every class that you take and, and, and you get a little bit further down the path, you lose some of that yes. until you almost feel naked they're like woo. you i think yeah seeing me. but then i think it's like natural like you're like oh my god oh my god oh god and then you lose that and then you go through that like naked baby syndrome like oh where do i and then you kind of gain it you get like okay it's or and as you for me anyway as you do that spiritual work or whatever you become more comfortable in yourself i guess that's is what the whole I, thing. that's the yeah. whole thing yeah, you get more comfortable in yourself. And isn't it a shame? So we're so we're gonna I'm gonna put this out there to all these people that are like just starting and they're like, I'm gonna go to Omega. Skip the whole part that we just all talked about. Like in other words, <laughs> don't be uncomfortable. Right. Just, this is where I am right now. This right. is where I am right now. Be here right. now. 
journey. And if you do feel uncomfortable, that's okay. That's just part of the journey sometimes too, you know? Um, yeah. The thing that with me too, though, is like what you just said is the whole thing really is finding yourself, yes. your, who you really, really are. And um, I had lost myself. So I was taking all these classes. One, I, yes, I'm very interested in all of it, but it's like, I, I wanted, and I wanted like the angels or someone to tell me what to do. Yeah. Tell me, I used to do that, like do good cards, all this stuff. Tell me what I should be doing. What should I be doing? Yes. And I got really hung up on that for a while too. And finally I realized, you know what, this really, this whole thing is really finding myself. What am I looking for? I'm looking for me. me. Yeah. Looking <laughs> like, for me and loving me and being okay yeah. with me, warts and all, like we said, being okay with me if I'm not like other people, being okay right. with me for whatever reason it is that I'm here, even though it doesn't match why somebody else is here. Like right. being okay with me in all those aspects. And if we pull back a little bit globally, isn't that what kind of spirituality is all about? Like you just said, Marsha, finding yourself, finding your best self. Right. Right. Um, not the best self that somebody else says you, I like how you said should and did the air quotes, like your best set self that somebody that you should be, you know, you should be this, or you should be this, or you should be successful at this or whatever, finding the best self for yourself. And and I think I know this word is overused, but it is the exact, I think, right word is it's authenticity. It's being yeah. your authentic self. Yeah. You know, right. I love you for you. And that might be, you have bad days. You may not yeah always great decisions or whatever the deal is because we all go up and down um and we make a lot of uh choices and whatnot based on ego and we try to work that out um and so being supportive and loving a person who is being as authentic as they can be uh, is a great is a gift right it's a gift to them such a gift Mm-hmm. And I, th- I don't think the word authentic is, I think it's thrown, ar- I guess maybe it's thrown around, but I think it's not like, if you use it, like, you know, like I know me, that is one of my goals in, and is to just continue to learn to be more and more authentic. Do mm-hmm. I make mistakes? I absolutely make mistakes, but part of that authenticity is recognizing the mistakes that I'm making and apologizing for them if I need to, to somebody owning that, yeah, that was a dumb move or I shouldn't have done that or whatever. And then moving in the right direction from them. Um, Danielle, Dr. Clark, Danielle Clark, um, yesterday in a face, face, Facebook live, I get FaceTime, Facebook, everything confusing. Facebook live um, talked about that. Like she had a couple of, we were talking about um, the dark night of the soul and, and she had a couple of like, she called it like slips back or bloopers or something she would call it. And then it's like, okay, I recognize that that was not the best move. And that was, so you, you own it. You apologize if you have to or whatever, and you, you move on. That's to me, part of being authentic as well. Being authentic is to me is not, I would love your, your take on this. You guys is not being perfect. Right. 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 It's being you. Perfect. Right. There's no (laughs) such thing as perfect. I always say that when you're perfect, you're dead. Right. So stop right. trying to be perfect. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, does I'm that resonate with you guys? That that piece there about it's not being perfect. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's and like you said, slip the slip back because sometimes people think, oh, I'm on a spiritual path. I'm just going to keep going in this linear line. Oh, yeah. 
doesn't work that way. Oh my God, such a good point, Marsha. Oh my God, because it's like two steps forward, four back. Right. Two steps forward, one back, you know? Right. You know, and I, I think I had, I've said this before a million times too. Like all of a sudden you find yourself in this really good place and you have this really breakthrough and you're like, all right, woohoo. And then you last there for like two weeks and you're all happy and feeling good. And then wah, wah, like, you know, something know. triggers you or takes you back and you're like, oh, okay, I'm not all that. I need to do some more work. And, and you know how we always talk about that, doing the work, doing the work, doing the work. That's sort of what we're talking about here, right? Like, what would you guys call doing the work? Because we talk about that all the time and there may be people listening to us. We know what doing the work means. What does doing the work mean? It means, go, for me, it was um, allowing yourself to go deeper into yourself to get, you know, and they always say get quiet, but it is true. You have to sort of, be willing to give up some of your distractions for a little bit so that you can come into yourself and really just kind of slow down and go into yourself and don't be afraid. Well, you will might be a little afraid of what's going to come up because none right. of us, none of us want to cry. None of us right. want to do any of that, but allowing that to come up, just let it come up and um, whatever comes up, see what, see what it is, work through it, love it, you know, process it. That's yeah. such a great way to do it because yes, none of it, you don't want, you know, some of that stuff to come, it feels icky, right? It feels icky, right. right? Like, oh God, I did that. Or I said that, or I, I acted in that way, but then, okay. Why did I act in that way? Right. That's key. That's right. key. We talked about that the other day too. Why did I act in that way? There's the work I think maybe. Right. Why did I yeah. act in that way? Why did I say that thing? Why am I afraid of this? whatever, because when you get that why, you may realize, oh, okay, well, that, that wasn't my fault, or that's somebody else's story, or that's whatever. So right. I can let that go. That's a part of doing the work. And then something else will come up. Right. Well, I mean, if you look to it, I'm sorry, Ginger, I keep interrupting. You, no, no, no. But, um, that's what I we're all about here is interrupting. So go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you look, part of doing the work is really looking toward your thought patterns that aren't working for you, your behavior patterns. That's a big place to start. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, I keep doing this, or I keep thinking this, or this. Or I keep you know, attracting I, this person in my life. I keep right? attracting these certain people. I keep attracting these situations. I All of that, just look at your life and see what's not working for you and the pattern. And then, you know, do some research on that, yeah. you know. Go yeah. and look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think, uh, I, I don't remember which one of you said this, but I, I, you can busy yourself away from that kind of work. And, and I was mm. key. That, that was like a big thing for me. Uh, the more angst I felt at a certain point, the harder I worked because if I worked, I didn't have time to think about it. I didn't have time to right. work. Yes. Um, and eventually it bites you in the behind that we talk about the two by four, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, Get hit by the two by four. It's going to come. It's going to yeah. get you. So, so um, two things I wanted to say, like, okay, so we always talk about, we always have these guests on and we, you know, with, you know, this person does Reiki and this person shamanic and, you know, intuitive life coaching and blah, blah, blah. Um, we have all these people on and we, we do that because we want, Hey, look, there are these modalities out there. But like Marsha said, you can do it yourself. You know, you may, it's always good to find like, oh, okay, I've, I've done work to this point. Now I need a little help. So I'm going to look for, you know, a shamanic 
illumination or a, you know, lifeline or all those guests that we've talked about. But like, as Marshall said, you can do this yourself. It's sitting down, it's being quiet, it's journaling, or, you know, why did this come up? And why did I act this way? And oh my God, I just attracted that same person into my life and the same crappy thing happened, you know? So you can at least begin to do this stuff yourself. And then I always say, when you get stuck, you reach out. Right. You know, Absolutely. when you get, you, you get stuck, you reach out. There was something else I was going to say, and now I can't remember. So um, talk amongst yourselves. It'll well, I think and- one of the things, <laughs> things is being vulnerable, right? Nobody oh, likes yeah. that feeling. Mm-hmm. Right. That feeling. I'm much better now, but I hate it, hate it, hate it. And because I don't like to cry. And when yep. you open up like that, that's what happens because we're all sitting on stuff, right? That we didn't deal with. Um, I mean, we all come from the same generation of, of um, put your big girl pants on. Nobody wants to hear you whine, you know. Yeah. Go and play. <laughs> go to, right. Go yeah. Go, yeah. And so right. we grew up that way. So, the, so there is stuff underneath it. And it's hard to take a look at what that is and where it came from. But I think one of the things I think you said, Masha, was being or showing yourself some compassion because mm. we have made choices yeah. based on feeling. Some, some of it you don't even know where it came from right? You just, at, at, especially when you're younger and you're busy and if you have kids and, you know, blah, blah, you're operating at a, not so much as a conscious level as a 3D, like, I just got to get through the day. Yeah. Well, right. Right. So you're not doing that deep dive and the, the stuff is sitting there. Um, so when and you do this, well, that is part of the work. It, it pops up. It pops up. It the pops other thing up. that I, I remember what I was going to say, it's some, some people, and I think Ginger, you and I have talked about this before and I, we've talked about it. Like, wouldn't it be great to, to be ignorant of having to do the work? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, we talk about that sometimes. Like, wouldn't it be great to just like, la, 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 go through life, like, you know, whatever. Oh. And because it would, and, and I'm joking here, obviously, but it would, at times it feels easier than doing the work because yes, who wants to face this stuff? But you're better on the other side of it. Like, yeah, there are times when, boy, I just wish I was just this, just la la la, ignorance is bliss kind of thing. But I'm sure I was. I'm sure we all were at some point, right? Growing up or, you know, Marsha until she was 15, boy, she started early. Do you know what I'm saying? But I mean, you know, I can see myself in high school, probably like a little bit like, you know, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure I was doing a little bit more work than my cohorts in high school. But do you know what I'm saying? You, you, you're when you start to do that work, yeah, it's great. But then there's parts when you're like, oh gosh, sorry, my phone's ringing. Um, like, wouldn't it be, you're, you're, when you start to do the work, um, there's times when you're like, I wish I wasn't doing this work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But you are always better on the other side of it. Yes. You know? I know when right. we did animal right. communication, a lot of stuff came up, right? Because we had to dig down deep and we did a lot of, a lot of deep dives. But the one that really sent me over the edge is that, and I think we talked about this before I did a horse and soul retreat in Costa Rica. Yeah. And I could not wait to meet the horses. I love horses. I don't have a lot of experience with horses. And I, and it was a women's retreat, right? It was an animal communication retreat. This fun. This will be really fun. And I cried the whole week. I mean, it was brutal. It was boxes of, I mean, I just kind of, I don't even want to go there. Yeah. Because um, so much stuff came up that I was stunned. And I was stunned at the things I was telling people. Like I don't even, I, some of the people I knew, but not knew, knew. Some people I didn't know at all. And it was, yeah. it was 
group therapy on steroids. It was probably like five years worth of therapy in a week. (laughs) Um, And so we, I went twice Uh, the next year or two later, I went and um, Kathy Rumsey, who we started the podcast with, went with me as well. And we would joke that we started in tears on the airplane. Um, (laughs) I think probably remembering. Right, right. And the second time was even deeper because I remember thinking, what else could come up? I mean, I, I went deep. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Um, and so, so you sometimes you are going really deep, sometimes not so deep. It is a up and down, long journey of life, right? Yeah, the- and you have to embrace it because you're not going to get to the end of it. That's a, a, a big point right there. You're not going to get to the end of it. You got to look at Marsha right now. The sun's coming in. It looks like she's like an angel or something. You know what I mean? Like the, the beams of light are coming in. Stay with us, Marsha. Don't go to the light. Don't go to the light. Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, and I remember the same same thing, like going to Omega or whatever. We would like the first day you get there, you're like, why are there 20 boxes of tissues in the back of the room? Like, seriously, they would like stack up tissues. And, yeah. and you know, the first week you're there you're like i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry and then all of a sudden there's all this emotional stuff coming up and you're like my god you know like because here's the thing when i went to my shamanic training it was like three and a half days of personal work and then oh yeah a day and a half of this is what you do with a client like every every you know for seven weeks now i didn't do seven weeks in a row but do you know i mean every time you went it was three and a half days of personal work and then oh yeah you know easy peasy stuff whatever so but you get used to the crying. Yeah. And I do think that it's the universe like, okay, now Kathy and Ginger are on this plane. Let's just start this right now. (laughs) And you're also a little bit in safe space. You know, you know, you're with her, you know, you're going to be down there. You know, you're going to kind of be in safe space and it's going to come, come up. Like at the beginning with us, again, we were fighting crying by, you know, day three, you know, we, you'd walk in the room with your backpack and you'd grab a box of tissues, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, by the end of the, you know, your, your training, it was just, you know, it's just normal. It's just normal. Yeah. Um, because you sort of <laughs> learn that that's a good thing. Right. Crying is yeah. a good thing. Yeah. It's very cathartic. It's right. very cathartic and it's something that needs to come up. And the, the harder I know that, that when I have, um, um, shaman clients on my table because they, I have a massage table that come, they sit in the table and I have shaman clients on my table. You can see them sometimes, especially men. Um, you know, when I'm doing certain stuff and I'm, I'm holding certain positions on their body, like acupressure points and stuff like that, you know, it will release stuff and you can see people going, you know, like, and I'm like, don't do that. That's what this is about is really yeah, let it out. this stuff. So you gotta, you gotta let it out. Whatever comes up, comes up. You are in absolutely safe space right here. And you here's the thing I mean? about letting it come up. You're seeing, I mean, it's not like, oh my God, this is feeling coming up. I have no idea what it is yeah. or where it comes from because you first find this, like for, for me in the, um, in both of those horse and soul retreats with things from childhood that I could have talked about prior to going very casually. Yes, this happened, like very intellectually. This happened to me and it was this way. And I totally understand that. But when you're in that space, then you feel it. So so then you identify like, okay, that makes sense. Now I know why I felt that. And now I'm going to feel it. Now I'm going to, because that's the whole thing, right? That's the way the power is. I feel it. It's just a feeling. I'm going to let it wash over. And then it's healing to let it go yeah we've 
Yeah, we've talked about that in, um, I remember I did uh, in past life regression, and I know we've talked about it in animal communication, our studies, and and, and past life regression, it's a big thing. It's like when you, just your awareness of that why is enough to, oh, start to release it. And isn't that a part of the work, using air quotes yeah, for people that definitely. are listening, is a letting go of this stuff that is clogging you up, that is making you make the same decision over and over, that is blocking something. There's definitely a letting go piece. You let go and then accept, let go and accept sort of in doing the work, right? Right. It's, it's not going to happen unless you do get into those situations where it can bubble up. I mean, that happened to me too. I was at a silent retreat and um, they, at a silent retreat, everybody's quiet, of course, but you do have a leader or teacher or whatever and that gives lectures or whatever. And he just read this poem. And this poem, as soon as I heard, I just like burst into tears right? and had to run to my room <laughs> and for like an hour cry. But it's what was said in that poem. I didn't realize how deeply... I was longing for that feeling that was happening in the poem or whatever. It, it just, it brought up some things that I was longing for that I didn't really even know that it was that powerful in me um, and affecting my thoughts and behaviors and my life. Yeah. But you don't, you don't get to do that unless you, unless you come to that point. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. also really cool because when you're in, oh, there it goes every time I move that damn camera, I'm all blurry now when you go to some of these retreats or something like omega or, or Kripalu or something and you find yourself especially for me because it was kind of like a set like I said it was like over the course of like two years and you ended up sort of with the same people for this whole path or whatever um you are in this incredibly safe space and I remember being in a point where I was just like I mean bawling my eyes out you know and you're like you you know I I need to leave I need to leave but you would have people that wouldn't say anything, but it would just be a hand on your back. Right. You know what I mean, right. just like not saying anything, not like, oh, you'll get through that. Nothing, it, not, not blowing smoke up your butt or anything like that. Cause everybody else in that space has been there, been there, done that. You know right. what I mean? And it, and so that felt, it's like you find your tribe when you do, right. when, you, when you do that work. Um, and it may not be like the same people or whatever, but you're like-minded people get, you know, you're attracting them um, right. or whatever, doing that. that like like you said word. before though, you'd be surprised. I mean, the people that are listening maybe and they're like, oh gosh, I don't want to do any of that. But you'd be surprised at how um, quick, quickly you can become accustomed to that. And, you know, once you start doing it, it does feel good. Yeah. And you'll be surprised at what you say in front of a group of people or, uh, you know, it's, Oh it's, yeah. Um, you get used to it. Like you said, and it's, um, you go for it, you know? Yeah. You, you start to look forward to it. You know, <laughs> right. the first look week you're like, Oh God. And the next thing, you know, you know, you're like, I can't wait. I can't wait one more day. And I get to go and cry. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but it's a, it's experience and it is cathartic and it, and it is you, you're a different person like on the other, on the other side of that, doing, doing this work. Um, and you realize that you're not alone. Yes. Right. You know, when you go to a group like that, especially in a group and if someone says something like, oh my God, I feel the same way, or you say something and everybody goes, oh, thank God you said that. I love what you said. It just made me feel, you know, 
you realize you're not alone. And that is really healing as well. That's really healing. And, and that made, that's a great point. And that made me think of something else like, okay, so we're talking about groups. We're talking about going to Omega. We're talking about, you know, Kripal or whatever, but Marcia did also talk about, you can do this work yourself. You can, you know, get in a quiet place and just think about things, but you can also, you know, you two have been besties since, you know, you know, whatever years and years and years and years and years. Um, that could be something too. I actually, on every Friday morning, I have a, an hour long phone call with a, um, she's a fellow animal communicator. She's a fellow intuitive. She doesn't really, she doesn't do the, which is, she doesn't work. She doesn't do it as a business, but she can. Um, and I went through school with her and, and stuff like that. And I um, talk to her every Friday, just the two of us, we each have a half an hour. And we do the work on this phone call and it's awesome because um, there's times when I'll be like, oh my God, and I'll come into it and I'll be like, I need to go first. And it's like, this is what's coming up for me. And this is what, and she'll connect with me intuitively and, you know, you know, talk about the why she'll get me to work through it almost. And then she gets another, the next half hour. Um, so it can be something like that too. So for yeah, me, right? it's, it's an amazing thing that I get to do every week because I, she allows me and kind of directs me intuitively to work through a problem. She's not like, oh, well, you need to do this or this or this, you know, she's not telling me she's helping me work through it. So that's kind of like another way that you can do the work. Well, I would you say know. that's probably where Masha and I have always been. Um, I mean, like I was joking that we have no secrets and um, it's not a joke. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, if I'm really upset if something's going on, she's probably the first person that I need to reach out to, to, to hear me. Um, and, you know, it is a safe space because yeah. we've developed that over all the years. So I'm sure people that are listening have those people in their life, whether it's mm -hmm. a family member or a friend or a spouse or you know, whatever the relationship is. And sometimes there's a feeling, depending on maybe who you are or how old you are, because we talk about generational kind of things for us, you don't want to burden that person. You don't want to um, bring them down, you know? Right. So sometimes you don't share and, and that person doesn't necessarily know anything's going on. But if they knew they would be saying that they love you, tell me, yeah. you know, yeah. tell right. me, I, I right. can help you that so it's a question of reaching out yeah um, as well and that's hard for people i think really mm -hmm. hard for people oh. asking for help is brutal yep you know asking for help is brutal well which kind of is leads us to a good how would you guys say what do you would you guys say to somebody like how to get started I know it's a tough question. Like, uh, well, you know, no, I, I mean, it, like all the ways that we said, I mean, you could, you could, if you have a trusted friend, talk, talk to a friend, um, about that or a family member, talk to someone that's close to you. Um, I think, or you can reach out, you can reach out to so many people now that so many services, Yes. like the work that you guys do. I mean, there's so many people that you could talk to if you don't want to if you don't like I know a lot of us feel like we're burdening our friends or whatever but like you said Ginger that um so go to someone that you have to pay yeah you're not, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah 
Yeah, you could start looking up, you, you know, meditation. I know when everybody, we've talked about this before. We had a, a, a podcast on meditation. Sometimes when we say meditation, everybody like, ah, you know, because it's like, it's too hard, it's too hard. But you could take a class on it. Yeah, um, there's plenty of classes. There's plenty books, of, yep, yep. You know, and again, meditation doesn't have to be, We again, we did a whole podcast on it. Meditation doesn't have to be sitting you know, you know, cross-legged on a thing and with holding a mood, you're going home, you know, or anything like that, or TM, you know, it can be walking in the woods alone without earbuds in think, you know, running through things or, or thinking it's alone time. It's right. Alone time is very important. Alone time. It's quiet time. It's, you know, even if you have to get out a journal and say, these three things keep coming up for me. And then I'm going to take them one at a time. And I'm going to take that one thing and I'm going to go on my nature walk and I'm just going to, okay, what is this that keeps coming up for me? Why do I feel, you know, it can be even something like that to get you started and books. Are you kidding me? There's There's books. I mean, come on, you know, YouTube videos, you know, YouTube, YouTube videos, you can books. listen to Eckhart Tolle, you can listen to uh, all of the big, the big, um, spiritual yeah. uh, gurus or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. And you don't have to pay anything. You can just listen to their talks on uh, YouTube. <clears throat> and here's something usually for me, it's always been like, okay, um, you don't have to take everything from a book. You know what I mean? You could read a book and there could be one thing in that book that was like, oh my God, bing, like it, like it's a hit for you and it leads you in another direction. I think the important right. thing here is go on the journey, start the right. journey. Right. 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 Start be, the, be open, start the journey however you want, but know that it's not, there's not a beginning and an end to this journey. Right. Or, well, I guess there is the right. end of the journey is you die. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? You know, so you, you don't go into this, like, okay, I'm going to do my work and get it done. And whew, I'm done. It, it does not how it works. Start. Right. That's, start that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know if you notice this, Jerry, but lately, and I think it's because of 2020 and all of the, the things that have happened in the all last the fun months. things from 2020. Yes all the craziness. Um, but I know it comes up in a lot of readings when I'm doing, well, even animal communication, but more so intuitive readings, that people feel stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, and it's not, some of it is I'm stuck in this job and I don't know what I want to do, but when I'm connected to them, it's not that job. Mm-hmm. It's I'm, I, I hit the wall and a lot of people hit the wall because now they can't be as busy, right? You're, you're not running everywhere you could. Right. And so now everybody's dealing with, not everybody, but, but dealing yeah. with this kind of thing. So it's a perfect opportunity, I think, to allow yourself to look outside, you know, acknowledge the feelings that you have, look outside yourself. What, and we talked about this uh, with even vision boarding, Jerry, with mm-hmm. what lights you up? What are you drawn to? It like the possibilities are endless on, on where to take a start. I mean, I just sent somebody because we're not selling services on this podcast, right? We're just doing a podcast um, it, that we hope brings people some information and, and, and this kind of thing. But I have sent a couple of clients, just go to my, go to the Psychic Wives website, look through the topics. Is there anything yeah. that sort of, you know, yeah. the expression blows your dress up? Is yeah. there anything there? <laughs> if it, it does, follow that, you know, yeah, it's right. not us. Right. It's whoever we're talking to or about. 
Yes. Um, so if that's of help, go to the Psychic Wives website. There's almost 50. Oh, there's a ton of guests out there with a ton of different modalities. Yep. Right. Something will spark an interest. We have one on books and movies. You know, right. we have one on the sense and all, all kinds of stuff. And so vision boarding, the vision boarding, you know, um, meditation, you know, it was interesting what you just said. And it made me start to think about this. They, they, you know, I guess reports are that there is a lot of depression going on right now. A lot of, unfortunately, suicides and, and stuff like that because of the lockdowns and, and, and all that stuff. And, um, it made me think of what you said before, Ginger, we're so used to and the faster we go, the more we don't have to look at this stuff. Right. So, and this is, and I understand, you know, this is not me diagnosing and I understand that depression is a very, very, very serious thing, but maybe um, this could help some people. Okay. Why am I feeling like this? Let me dig into this a little bit. Let me, um, you know, see what this is because maybe a lot of that depression is I've never had to look at this stuff and now I am because I have too much time on your hand like you just said right you know what I mean and it and it's so so talk about it and find that outlet and like you said yeah look there look on the the wife site or geez google it was interesting when we were talking to Danielle Clark she googled um because we were talking again about dark night of the soul she was googling um her feelings kind of and up came dark night of the soul <laughs> like i mean like oh you mean others feel this way too after losing their job like kind of thing so you can get so much say what you will about the internet but boy it's loaded with information you know right. books and this videos and stuff like you said um and give yourself permission to go after the things that you love so many of this look i really love to do this but it's kind of a frivolous thing i you know i don't yeah. want to you know spend money on it, or I don't want to spend time on it, or I need to be doing this rather than that. Yep. I mean, forget it. Just go for the, go. Yeah. I love that Martian. It's, it's kind of what we said before. Like it's, it's a lot of people look at it being selfish, right? But right. if you're a better version of you, how is that selfish? Right. Right. Because That's what you're putting out to the people around you. And it's like that commercial and dating myself again, but you guys probably seen it. Remember that commercial it was like a shampoo commercial and they told two friends and so on. And so yeah, on. Yeah. remember that? I don't even remember what it was from, but so, okay. So you start to feel better. You start to um, be more light and love and happiness and contentment and whatever. And it's like, I want what she's having. What's, what's going on with you. Right. Exactly. And then, you know, so another person is, Oh, and then another person, another person, that's how we spread it. You know, right. it seems like li a little thing, but it can make yeah. a huge difference. That was, Ginger, that sort of came up with the, the vision boards too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, look at all these possibilities and let and spread it, spread it around. If we're the best version of ourselves. Well, and I like what you said, Masha, about um, giving yourself permission, because I think that's key. I think that is how a lot of people think. I don't want to spend $59 on this class because it sounds really frivolous. <laughs> um, right. And the, and the underlying feeling of that, if they dug deep, might be, I'm not worth it. Yes. Right. Um, you right. Know. And so yeah. give yourself the permission to move in the direction that you that you feel called to or drawn to. Yeah. Um, and does it change your job? Maybe it'll never change, change your job. But like I, I right. did reading to somebody recently, and that was what it was about. It's like, you, does your job pay the bills? Yeah, the job pays really well. But I, but wasn't feeling sort of that um, light anymore. 
And I kept getting, there was a lot of creativity around this person, but the job wasn't. And it turns out there was, this person was very creative, but it was like, this is where the, my bread and butter is. This is like play. I'm not supposed to be playing. I'm, you know, yeah. right. Oh, you're already doing this. You, you're doing this in your sleep. So now make the, make the, and you said this to me, Marsh, 20 years ago, um, <laughs> she kept saying this to me. She must've been so sick of me when I wanted to leave corporate. And she kept saying to me, just leave. You have the skill set. You could take that anywhere. And I'm like, hold it on. Yeah. Tight. And I hated it, the, the job. And, she kept, and then one day she called and said the same thing. And I don't know why that day was any different, but all of a sudden I thought she's right. I can, this, I can make a yeah. choice. And, and I said this to this person, I told that person the same story. And I said, make a choice. You're not stuck in your job. You're choosing to stay in the job because it serves you. Put your direction this way and have some fun. When right. this pandemic lifts and whatnot, if you decide you want the job to go in a different direction, do it. But for right now, it's serving everything you want. And he, and he was like, oh, like it didn't occur to him. Like it didn't occur to me if you didn't say that to me like 50 times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first time I got it. Um, and that's a good so, thing that you said that. Um, I love that you brought up the word choose. Okay. So it was like, choose. You can choose to, to be better at loving you. You can choose to be a better you. You can choose mm -hmm. to be, and I'm not, none of this is saying anybody's bad. That's not what, what we're saying here, but, but I don't know anybody that, that doesn't, that couldn't be happier about themselves or about their life or about, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, know anybody that, that, that say that they again. Have to, they, they have to feel like they are worthy. That is such a huge thing with so many people. They don't feel they're worth it. They don't feel they're worthy. And here's and the thing. When you feel that way, if that's a core, what they call a core belief, core belief. You know? yep, um, a core belief, I'm not worthy yeah. or I'm not safe, supported, protected, or I'm not right. loved, or whatever. Right. Here's the thing you are, right? You are yeah. worthy, you right. are absolutely worthy. And anybody of, in your life that is, um, that you know loves you would say that and would yeah. say, What do you mean? How, how can you feel this? I, but it's so hard to get because I, I went through that for many years and it's like, I, I couldn't get it. They'd be like people, like all my, my teachers or whatever would say, You're worthy because you're here. Yeah. You're worthy because you're here. And because yeah, you're you don't here, have to do something, you don't have to do anything. But that didn't make sense to me because that went against everything else I had been taught my whole life. Right. That, no, you have to prove yourself. You have to prove yourself worthy. You have to do something to, you know, um, and it, it wasn't, it's a, it's a place that people get stuck and going like a little, a little treadmill or whatever, you know, yeah. you don't get anywhere. So you do have, if that, if that comes up for people, they do have to really explore that and um, right. yeah. really explore it. It may take a, it may take a little, maybe a short exploration or it could be a long journey, but Right. It's definitely, you, you've got to, you've got to feel worthy. Yeah. yeah. I love that. If we leave you with anything else, it's that you are, you're, you're worth right. it. You're worthy. Right. You're worth it. Right. You're, you're worth, worth it. And you're, you're worth it to be happy. <laughs> you're right. worth finding your authentic self. You're worth learning about yourself. You're worth becoming happy. You're right. worth spreading joy in the world. You're worth being able to do what, lifts your skirt as ginger says you know what i mean <laughs> right. you're worth it 
and don't let anybody tell you different. And something you just said, Ginger, before or one of you just said is um, we are our own worst, worst enemies. Would you ever talk to your friend the way you talk to yourself? Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we say, oh, well, you know, your friend would never say that to you. You know, no, and I think a lot of people don't even hear their own negative self-talk. I never heard it. I did a, um, a, um, a yoga class and it was a guided meditation. And in the meditation, I don't even remember what the meditation was about. Um, I heard the way I talked to myself and I could not believe it. I never heard it before. Yeah. Um, and, and, then, and that's exactly what I said. I thought, would I ever say this to Marsha? No, yeah, ever. Never. I don't even say to somebody I didn't like, you know what I mean? Right. I'm really mean to myself. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. It was shocking. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good discussion, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good discussion. And isn't it funny that every time we say, oh, this will be a short one. No, no. Just about an hour. Because <laughs> <laughs> we could talk all day. And we could keep going. <laughs> yeah. this, I know. There's just so much to talk about with these subjects, right? Yeah. yeah. But I really hope that, that. I thought that I think this was such a great idea. Ginger and Marsha, you were the ones that came up with this idea and just wanted to just kind of talk about this because we do always, I guess we're more business oriented a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, is that like meaning, you know, we've talked to, we, our guests are on and they're giving you this and giving, you know, I, so I love that it was a discussion of, you know, you can just, you, let's do it, do it ourselves, start it yourself start to, to dig in to that yourself. So well, I really it really is that. about personal growth. Yes. Right. That's the, mm -hmm. that's the crux of everything. And for those of us who um, took it into a, a, a business, I'm still like, for me, it was animal communication that really sparked me. Um, and so I couldn't wait to share it. I still love to yes. share it. So that was part of my journey, but it's not part of every, everybody's journey. The, the, the thing was, I, I really, experienced huge growth over the last, you know, probably. Yeah. And that's the thing, even though we're doing this as a business, we're still doing our work. Oh, it comes up all the time. It comes up all the time. It comes up because it comes up naturally because you're doing energetic work. So then all of a sudden, we always say you give a session, you get a session. Right. So there's a lot of times we all have a whole week and the same thing keeps coming up. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you're saying something <laughs> that's for me to somebody in a certain yeah. way. And as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, because I know it's not me kind of saying it, but yes. I'm supposed to hear it. I'm like, it gives me like a little whoop. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, that was for me. That was for me too. Not just him. That was for me too. And that's what, that's what you look for when you're on this journey is those little moments. Like when you yes. said reading a book, like a lot of us read the book. I'm like, okay, this is the way it should be. And no. You might have gotten just a little with yes. the one thing in the whole book that was a nugget that struck something in you that changed something in you, and that was all you were supposed to probably get out of the book, right? And then that opens you up to this one. Yeah, other then you go and that opens another. you up to this one other thing. Right. And if everybody can go into it looking at like we kept saying is like a journey, but a fun journey. I think that's a really important piece. Don't go look at I'm going to get this journey done and then I'm going to be perfect. No, right. it's a fun right. journey because when you get better and better and better you know, those silly core beliefs shrink away. And when you make a mistake, yeah, you know what? I made a mistake, whatever. I'm going to rectify it now and move forward. Everything's not so dramatic anymore. Everything's That's not so, right. you, right. you, you, and you start to like yourself and you start <laughs> to um, let go of things that don't serve you. And sometimes people that don't serve you and you, you know what I mean? And, and it just, you, you, 
you start to enjoy life more. Right. Now I can say that. I don't know if it's because we're our age. I mean, I'm going to be 57 years old tomorrow. And it's like, it's like, there definitely does come when you hit your fifties, like, like, yeah, whatever, you know, like there's an FU aspect <laughs> to getting older. Like, I don't care what the hell you think of me, whatever. Do you know what I mean? But, and maybe that's not true for everybody. It's definitely true for me, but maybe it's because I'm doing the work and it's not an FU, but it's like, okay, you, that's cool. You think you're that way. That's totally cool. You know, but I'm going to go this way and happy trails, you know, kind of thing. Um, well, but, I want to give you a quick heads up. 60 hits hits everybody's buttons. Oh, I'm sure. Just telling I'm sure. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Because because tomorrow's hitting my button a little bit. I'm like, oh my God, three years, three years, three years. And like, it's almost like I'm saying three years, that's all I've got. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you know, like, really? You know, um, but yeah. And I think part of it is just because I don't um, feel that I'm mature enough to be 57. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, really? Um, but anyway. Um, Again, the journey. Yeah. The journey is amazing. amazing. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's amazing. It is. Um, and I know there's a, there's a meme or a saying or whatever, but it's life is about the journey, not the destination. And that's the truth. That, that the is truth. exactly the truth. So yeah. the more yeah. places you can take your journey, the deeper you can go into some things um, is, is awesome to, to know you like who you really are, not yeah, right. who you're trying to be or who your mother or your husband or your child or friend thinks you are. Yeah. Um, it, none of that. It's who you really are. And, uh, and it's exciting too. It is exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. Uh, I said to, uh, um, I'll say one more thing before I let you um, end us here, but I, I said to my friend the other day, I said, God, you know, if we go through life and we're like, eh, 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 we're not doing the work or whatever, can you, and we're not living day by day and enjoying the journey and everything, can you imagine what's going to happen when we do pass? We're going to be over on the other side going, dog, God, it, I should have done whatever. My friend said, no, we're not. We're not going to give a crap once we're over there. We're moving on once we're over there. And I was like, oh, good point. You know what I mean? So just another, just enjoy it now. Enjoy yeah. it now. You know? Enjoy it now. And who knows? Maybe you take the good work on the other side, you know? Yeah. If you believe in reincarnation, we don't want to make, we don't want to do this over. I don't want to do this over. I don't want to do this over. Yeah. And that is what some people say. You do the work, you get over there and now you either can choose or you come back with, you know, a little bit further along or something. I don't know. know. Some people say that if you don't do the work, you come back and you have to keep doing the work. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if I die, I'll try to let you guys know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, and we'll look for you. Yeah. I mean, we do yeah. mediumship and we're never, you know, I'm never connecting with somebody that's just like, oh my God, it sucks over here. You know, yeah. it's like it doesn't happen. I'm sure right. there's not as much pressure over there. Sure. That's right. I'm sure there's a lot more love and acceptance. A lot more love and light and easygoingness <laughs> and whatever. So... Well, this has been great. Thank you, Marsha, for coming on. Well, thank you. Thank that was really so much, fun. Marcia. Very much. Yeah, yeah I think, um, I, I hope anybody listening um, got something out of that. And, um, you know, it has a little pat on the back to move forward in whatever way they want to move forward. Um, right. It's waiting. Their journey is waiting. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you I, again. Um, we're going to end for today. We'll see you the next time. Uh, you can find us at The Psychic Wives on Facebook. 
psychicwives.com is our website. So for those who want to maybe take a look at all of the things that we've done and the different people that have been on and topics and whatnot, that's probably the best place to, uh, to take a look. And we will be having Facebook lives, as we mentioned, we did one yesterday, we have another one coming up in March, we're trying to schedule one for April. So take a look uh, at the Facebook page on what we have coming up for there. We should announce a um, a new book club book soon. That's right. Right. We just had our first book club last week. week That was fun, too. Yeah, that was good. So thank you, everybody. And we will see you next time. Okay, happy birthday. Have a good day, everybody. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry and Jerry Carabin, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.